All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. This is Robbie with Podcasts on the Mountain. I have a very special guest for me today. Can you can you take a guess on who it is? Okay, time's up. <laughs> it's me, it's Angel. It is Angel, and uh, she attends uh, Zion Community Church here in Tulsa with me, and so... Angel, thanks for being on. You're very welcome. It is, you know, it is a little weird having someone else on this with me because I'm usually talking to myself. Well, you're not today. Yes. So that's good. You're welcome. That's good. So, all right. You know, I looked up something, and I have to ask you this question because I always wondered: Has anyone ever, like, you know, there are songs, tons of songs about angels. Mm-hmm. Like, I was looking some up, and I didn't realize how many there were. At least half of those were written directly to me. So. Yeah, it's like Angel by Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> In the arms of an angel. Yeah. So I, my question has, in the past, anyone you have ever dated played those songs like, I'm dedicating this to my angel? <laughs> no. What? No, right? That's not right. I'm going to have to... It's like... It's like, that's rule 101. If there's a song with your girl's name in it, you got to play it. Right. And, so. you know, I don't even hear the joke, you know, it's the fall from heaven. I've never heard it. Oh, you never heard? Or, one of my favorite angel ones is, he goes, uh, um, what is it? Where did you get those wings, you angel? Ah. Yeah, see, that's a good yeah, one. I, was, I heard it in a movie once or a show once, so yeah. I, I have no idea where I, I heard it. write that down, passing out to people, because they're, they're missing. Yeah. Messing up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, my question is, how long have you been attending Zion or church under Pastor Kujenga? Well, I think I first visited about a year ago, and we, at that time, we were looking for a home church, Mm -hmm. so we were kind of visiting some home churches, and, you know, this, I, I am so blessed to be part of this church family. Like, it's amazing. So... I would say a year if you want to count the first time I've been here, but I've been a solid member for uh, like probably eight months. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a long time. Were you so you weren't attending anywhere before coming here? But how did you? How do you know Kajenga and Kimberly? Well, my neighbor attended here since birth, and wait, who's uh, your neighbor? Uh, Andrew. Andrew Gardner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so. Um, we, uh, yeah, he invited me and we came and I thought the message was amazing. It was on point from what I study, which is re- very refreshing. Yeah. And um, just the, you know, the people here are amazing. You know, you, yeah. you know, you just fit right in. You feel like family and it's amazing. Do, do you remember what that, what the, the sermon was that week, you, that, the first week you came? I know I went home and read my Bible. <laughs> Because I'm not sure who tells Pastor Kajanga that I'm not reading that week, but I'm telling you, every time I'm slipping, there's it's in the sermon. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. but it was just messages that I needed to hear, and it was things that I knew I wasn't doing that I was, and I was just being so fed by the message, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I I know I know who it was that, that told him you hadn't been reading. Was big, it you? Is the big man upstairs? Oh. <laughs> His name is Gregory. Gregory. He lives he lives in the church attic attic. I think it's church attic, yeah. G, yeah, yeah. What? Okay, listen. Okay, I just thought, what would God's middle name be if he had one? Gregory, obviously now. Gregory. Yeah. So, he has many first names. Yes. Yeshua. Alahim. Alahim. Alahim Gregory. Alahim Gregory. Is there a ring to that? Then I don't quite work. 
No, Yahweh Greg. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It, it could be anything, but yeah. I like I like Gregory. Gregory. So, yeah, it's always it's always fun to watch TV shows and how they portray the Almighty God. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not one. Obviously, there's not one that's that's spot on. I mean, because you have Hollywood that's put into it, and so they're going. They want to give their own definition Absolutely. of who they think God is. But it's always fun to see a character play God on on TV and how they portray. My one of my my favorite kinds are the one who are more are more uh, comedic. Like Evan Almighty. Yes, like Evan Almighty, yeah. uh, like Bruce Almighty. That they just do, you know. Funny, goofy stuff because the Lord does have a sense of humor. I mean, He must. Yeah. I mean, I mean to hang around, so. to hang around with twelve <laughs> other guys and no one was telling jokes. I don't believe it. Not gonna happen. But it's sad that they left him out of the Bible. Like, we're missing those scripture that have the jokes but in it. Have you looked for them? Maybe they're. I, you know, I haven't. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should Google what jokes are in the Bible, <laughs> but. It was funny. Uh, so Michael, he was uh, he was our drummer here for a while. So he he had this. I don't worry, got it. But it was a translation called "Word on the Street." I it, it is not an official translation of the Bible. <laughs> it is definitely a. I wouldn't even say it a paraphrase. So there's a story where uh, Peter is he's walking on water, and he starts to sing, and it said a li- this is literally word for word. You know, Peter started sinking, and then Jesus said, Chicken, quit bottling it. Yeah, that's not, I mean, that would be pretty funny to hear Jesus talk like that. <laughs> but it's like. And I don't get it. I, like, because he was bottling, walking on water, and doing a miracle that Jesus was only doing. And he started sinking because he was looking around the oh, storm around and, him. And he wasn't being strong. He yes. Was being a chicken. Yes. And he it. bottled it. He bottled We're it. We're gonna have to work on some of those jokes. I didn't listen. I didn't write that joke, so <laughs> it was my delivery. Okay, it that, was that's what it was. Okay, so been for about a year, and then you have Riley who just turned twelve. She did. Yes. Now, I remember you saying you guys were all you guys will all would just talk about different scriptures and stories that you guys read. You guys still doing that? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, she, she's my memory and my editor-in-chief. And um, I thought it was really awesome because it's been a minute that it has stuck with me. And it's something that I constantly, when I'm going into situations, I kind of repeat the fruits of the spirit. And I was watching a study on the fruits of the spirit, which, you know, I probably should know those because they're kind of important. I'm mm-hmm. not where she behave. And um, she just started seeing the fruits of the spirit. I'm like... Where did you learn that? She's like, I learned it when I was about five at Bass Church, my grandmother's. And uh, I didn't know there was a song. I didn't know there was a song either. Um, if, what, how does it go? Um, if, if the fruits of the spirit can't be a watermelon, I think. If, we'll, we'll Google it. You'll be singing it. But you know what? She taught me the, the fruits of the spirit. And it's well, something I use every day. Especially yeah. when I'm dealing with difficult situations I'm going into with people that... Are going through a lot of things and difficult and it just kind of it really grounds me yeah so. there was the so that reminds me of this song that we would sing like a vacation bible school or just with kids uh when i worked with with kids it was uh if i had a little box to put my jesus in i'd take him out hug his neck and share him with a friend Aww. and it's like if i had a little uh black box to put the devil in i'd take him out and smash his face <laughs> I love it. and 
put him back. I don't know. I can't remember how it ended, but it was so funny. I'm like, but now that I'm now that I'm grown, well, kind of. Um, we always like it's like why would we put first of all why are we putting Jesus in a box? Mm. See, oh, I'm I'm vibrating over here with the checking my blood sugar, but I'll, I'll check that later. So it was uh, so there's all these different songs. I'm like, okay, some of them are good, but then I look back and I'm like, it's not it's not biblical, right. and we, we still sing because they're just nifty fun. songs and fun songs. And they have all the motions the and yeah. Gives kids power, you that, know. I yeah. like that part. That, that, that's that's the best part. You, of it. We gotta learn that, you know. I was 28 before I learned I don't need to be scared of the devil. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my brother's like, "You scared of the devil?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah. I mean, he's Satan, you know." He's like, "He just flicking across the room," and I, I didn't realize I should be exercising my authority and right. even have the authority over him. And you know, it's just, you know. So, yeah, I like the I it's, like the stomping on the devil part. It's yeah, it's always good. It's it's always great where you can look back and you're like, well, I've always heard this, but now that you're grown and you study on your own, and then you hear other people uh, their perspective on it, then you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Right. I, there are so many stories that I've read, and then uh, Kachanga has preached on several times but there's always something new to learn in those stories and uh and that's what you know what we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that today because i some sunday i learned some stuff about uh the hyrax i don't even know or coney i had i didn't even, i didn't even know that whatever that was i'd never heard of it because see i listen i sit in the back and i run the notes and i'm like why are we talking about hot dogs and chili dogs? So what's a cone? You know, and then we learned, and I learned some amazing stuff, and it was, I mean, spot on. Right when I heard it, I was like, okay, that's how my faith should be. It's it's really really good. I loved here Sunday on fire. Like, yeah. I mean, I just couldn't wait to talk to my friends and my family, and just you know, um, just approach everything in a different perspective. You know, yeah. in a pr- protected position. You know, but it has to be by choice and, and knowledge. And uh, I loved here with that Sunday. Well. Yeah. And and so with COVID happening last year and it still continued to, to happen, it you, you have a lot of people who, out of safety, you know, stopped coming to the building yeah. of the church. And, it, you know, the Bible says that we need to not fellowship the, fell, ugh, forsake the fellowship of the believers. Uh, of course, you know, God gave us wisdom, so to, to exercise that wisdom. But if if you've been out of church any period of time, even if it's like a week, you feel so disconnected because you're not getting, getting that. So there are people in this world who, because of COVID and... You know whether it be just the the fear mongering on and politicizing COVID, or whether it just be a genuine fear because they have a underlying condition, then they stay away and they they watch online. And you know I was doing that for you know the first what month or so we were doing it uh, all online, and I felt so disconnected because I was always used to coming to the church. So I can't real I can't do virtual. Uh, church i gotta be i gotta have that praise and worship you know like that's my i'll leave it all there on sunday and it's it just uh recharges my batteries and i'm the same way the last couple weeks i have you know felt disconnected and i 
you know, I think I was really hard on myself about that. Like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, you know, the lack of fellowship. But I I think, I know we're going through a lot in the world. And it's all real. And there's all those fears. But fear is something that's always going to be there. But I think about the churches in China that literally risk their life to get there on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I am so willing to risk my life through whatever we're going through to be here on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I get those. Uh, I get those people who have smaller children and not wanting to risk yeah. their health, and you know to be. But I think overall we're doing a pretty outstanding job on being careful, masking Absolutely. up, sanitizing. You know, people washing their hands, people staying distant yes. from one another. Um, you know, even even after church when everybody's leaving, you're still kind of near someone. But you and know. the people that can't come, I mean, I, I hope that they. Um, reach out for prayer and and whatever it is that they're in they they do reach out to the family that's here Mm -hmm. and i know that missing church a few weeks you know you you go too long and that distance makes you feel like you know you get out of the habit and you just you not sure how that happens but you know you miss too many sundays and you may not you know yeah yeah so if you're listening to this and you haven't been to the church building in a long time we have all our precautions set up in place so you can feel safety with that but you, you while you can still get church at home uh and and other things like that there's something different when you're when you're sharing it with the other people other people there in the building because like when we're worshiping and then you're in the back yelling out i mean at first i was like who is this lady she is after it today and and then now it is uh and it, well even then it was a okay okay i can yeah yeah, this is worship right here yeah and so uh so i think what you do um in the midst of worship and even with during the sermon is that you 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 bring the it bring the energy level up to 11 and and then i want to shake the the floor of heaven and and know that god is pleased with my worship yeah i really you know, it has to be truth and spirit. You know, if you hear me yelling, for one, it is something that I'm fighting not to do. Yeah. Like me, it's like, mm, don't do that. You're going to embarrass yourself. Yeah. People are going to be looking at you. And it's like, I zone into me and God so much that, like, it's all for him. It's it's for me and it's for him. And it's, I just don't know how to do it any other way now. And yeah. if you don't hear me yelling, you might want to come check on me because there's probably something wrong. Like she asleep, is she pass out, <laughs> or what's going on? Yeah, because you know, there was a week you weren't here, and it was just like, while the energy was still there, it was uh, it was a different kind of energy. It wasn't it wasn't up to eleven. It was like it was like ten and a half. Yeah. You know, it was there, and you God was still moving, but there uh, are other there are other people who come in to your life and they raise the bar on on that and so when when angel's not here the bar is just i mean okay you you help you help the bar the bar is always up to 11 but you you help you help it you help us stay up there yeah you look like there we go there we go I, i just i want this whole church just screaming and and praising and worshiping and not you know those nerves and that awkwardness mm-hmm. you know um to just push past them yeah and uh i got a message from kimberly i came in you know how i roll in like yeah a minute till i get a message she's like where are you i need my you know because she's in the front yeah she knows and cheered and hallelujah and you know it's it's so nice to be connected in that way yeah always always like when you're not here people know it 
and they'll they'll you know they'll check up on you and then we need a remind on Sunday because we didn't do it for like two weeks. It's the I love you moment. Yeah. We need a remind Pastor Kujenga, even though we have the stand with like the cue cards in the back like i love you moment just you know hold it up and i don't know but we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to remind him to do that and it's funny because you mentioned it's like it's like that you want to you want to raise that bar you want to you know bring that energy up not for your uh benefit but for others around you and yourself and it's it's funny because i was looking at this and we we know what angels are and so when you try to do a biblical like name meaning or a search with the name angel it's super easy i mean turn into a page there's the answer but i was looking at it and an angel is used as god's messenger and protectors of humanity and so they they bring that message they usher people in and you you, you the biggest probably story we have in the bible is when the angel came to mary and said you are going to bring, or Jesus is going to be brought through the into the world through you by God. So messages are always delivering thing, and they're always pushing those people along, maybe maybe in their way. So you, looking at any scripture about angels and looking up what angels do, I can definitely see you, maybe even maybe on purpose because you know, or maybe it's just at a at a habit, or that's just who you are. But you are helping those people giving that message whether it be you you know hallelujah in the back or yelling jesus in the back or whatever you're 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 bringing that you're bringing that so it's always it's always good we you you weren't here but we had a a pastor david tate i don't know if you know who that is or probably you probably heard him mentioned before but he was the same way he would be in the back yelling because he would do our head counts or he would be in a seat doing it and he was just you know if and if he wasn't there for whatever reason he was like okay this is different this is <laughs> this is not the same so you know he's not here now i don't know where, where he's going now i want to say transformation church or something like that but yeah it's when you don't have that uh you, you know when you got to wonder if you're preaching up there like are these are the people getting it or is the word but you know and i know pastor kj does this is that he he doesn't he doesn't focus on that he just delivers the word and god will do the rest right yeah right. so and i see i've known him i've known him since i was like 16 or 17 and i worked under with children with him and then i worked with youth and then when he left uh the church at the time which is hillspring now it used to be cornerstone uh, he started New Beginnings, and then about a year into it is when I came came over and immediately started jumping in and, and serving yeah. with kids and stuff like that. I think it's really awesome that you say, you know, if I'm here, not here, it feels like something's missing. And, I mean, if you weren't here, obviously we'd be missing a lot. And it just makes me realize that what a true body of Christ this church is. Because, I mean, if, if you lost your foot, you're, you're, you're going to notice. Yeah. And it's going to change the way you walk. Yeah. And uh, the unity here is amazing. Yeah. I mean, who else is going to run the words on the screen and click through the notes? I mean, Pastor Sean's not going to do it. He probably doesn't know how to. So if you're listening to this, Pastor Sean, I'm in every word. So, Okay. So you know what? I need to take a break because I've used the bathroom now. I've been drinking this whole gallon of water. I see that. That's good. I refill it. I take it to work with me or I fill it up, take it to work with me, leave it there for a day or two until it gets pretty low 
and then I take it back. I take it home, refill it, and bring it the next day. Nice. Yeah. Why you're not sleeping? You get up and. No. See, I'm not. I don't know what it was. So I, I like I said, I started working on my taxes. At 9.30? Yeah, 9.00. Well, yeah, at 9.30 because I'm like, okay, I need to get this done. Because, well, everybody was talking about it when I was playing pool. And, uh, and so I was like, yeah, I should probably get started on that. And so I went home and started putting everything in. And I'm just like, I get, I'm get, i like halfway through, more than halfway through. I'm just like, okay, I'm tired. And I just could not could not fall asleep. I don't know if it's – I'm out of a medication that helps me yeah. fall asleep. Uh, so maybe I don't know. Maybe that's why I got it in habit. Yeah. So I, I'm missing that. So, but I have some like, you know, sleep aids that don't work all the time. Big sigh of relief there. I know, right? Yeah. I just need to go home. I, you know, I need to go to Walmart, get some lavender lotion, mm. shower, and then just pour it all over me. Just some chamomile, just drink it. Chamomile, right? What? Chamomile? Chamomile. Chamomile tea? Camomile. Are you talking about chamomile tea? I don't know. I've seen that on the movies. It seemed to work for them, you know. Well, that's movies. It always works with Hollywood. Oh, that's not real life? Oh, I didn't know. No. Okay. Hollywood is not real life. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, all right, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back and getting into our word, which is from Sunday. So if you missed it, I know we're having some sound issues, but if you missed it, we'll, we'll get a little sneak peek of what we learned from that lesson. Yes. We'll be right back. Okay, so when I go in there for judgment, I need how many points to get into heaven? 1,000. Should be, no problem. I was a good husband, how many points do you think I'll get for that? Oh, two. Two? Well, how much for being a doctor? Now, I saved lives. Hmm, three points. That's it? What about the time I ran into that burning house to save a kitten? That was good. And? Two points. But I could have died. Two points. I banked a lot on that stupid cat. I'm sorry. So, to get into heaven, I need... 1,000 points. And I have... Seven. It's time for you to go in now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pretty good fellow. If all I get is seven points, how does anyone get into heaven? They don't take the test. What? Now, why not? Because they know they don't meet God's standards. Then how do they get into heaven? They've asked Jesus to take the test for them. They get in on his score, not theirs. Are you putting your faith in what you can do or accomplish? Or are you putting your faith in God? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. All right, welcome back. We're going to do the second, oh, well, not the second part. I guess he has the second part. I don't know. You know, listen, this is all raw, all unedited, a little bit edited. But we did pray first, so it should, it should turn out all right. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we prayed, and, uh, you know, listen, I think we, we even prayed something we never thought about doing before is that we hope that God is enjoying this. And not in the sense of the churchy answer, but, like, he's looking down and be like, those two knuckleheads <laughs> are hilarious. Hilarious. Yes, and witty. And witty. And knowledgeable. And knowledgeable. I'm just repeating everything you're saying because <laughs> I can't think of anything else. And we look really good on podcasts. So. Yes, we have a face for podcasts. <laughs> I love it. I love the answer. So, uh, yeah, what we're gonna so what we're gonna talk about now is what we talked about uh, Sunday. Um, and so we're still. Uh, I think. I think maybe. I don't think. I think we have. I think we're still in the hindsight. I mean, I know this one was the hindsight is we're still on that. I don't know if we're any more is coming, but we know that this for sure is part of our hindsight is, and hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Ah, hindsight is 2021. 
maybe is that how it works we'll find out in 2022 right. yeah so uh in the main scripture that we're looking at today is from proverbs 30 24 to 28 and so um you know of course because i'm the man behind the the computer i was able to email the notes to myself uh, so I have all these notes. We'll just we'll just go through it, and we'll, st- we'll talk about what sticks out to us, what we learned from this Sunday. Because this Sunday, even Angel was saying it 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 really hit us. Uh, so here we go. Verse twenty four says, uh, "For four things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. Ants are creatures of little strength, and yet they store up their food in the summer. Hyraxes are creatures of little power, yet." They make their home in the crags. Locusts have no king, yet they advance together in ranks. A lizard can be caught with a hand, yet it is found in king's palaces. So, yeah, we learned what last week about the ant. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, that too was really, it, I, it learned, I, I got learned it. Last last uh, Sunday about the ant, I knew ants could lift up. I think it's five hundred times their weight. Aggressive. Yeah, um, and they could they could I mean they will drag something, but they don't just go up and just start pulling it. Or you know they climb on it, they walk around it. Investigate. Yes, and so I think that can illustrate to though God wants us to jump right in into serving Him and learning more about Him. Sometimes we got to investigate. You know, we can't. I don't. I. I guess I don't know if I'm trying to say this right, but I don't. know. Are you getting know what the, I'm saying? Yeah, like know the enemy. Yeah, you got to know the enemy. You can't just be like, well, listen. I know the oh the armor I got. I can pull out a sword and and fight while it's not a physical sword. The enemy, for me especially, has always attacked my thoughts and my mind. Mm-hmm. And he'll use situations that come up and arise and tell me I'm no good mm-hmm. or, you know, you'll never be as good as them or, you know. So, uh, so ants, but, you know, it's funny because the ants have no leader. I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because yeah. when you, usually when you see an ant, there's more to follow. And, and I'm sure that they're not going, oh, I don't really want to bother that other ant or, you know, they're, you know, all the things when we, it's so hard for us to reach <clears> out for help. Or it is yeah. for me. Yeah. It's also hard for me to receive it, even though I need it. So, you know, ants, they don't second guess. They they know that their person or their, their ant's going to mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah, when, like what, what uh, Kujango was saying, when you have we see one ant, there's usually more somewhere else. And all they're trying to do is store, you know, find and store up for when the winter because it listen you see ants in the winter it it probably means that jesus is going to return the next day because (laughs) they they i guess hibernate or they stay in their colony i don't know they they just don't they just don't come out of where they are and then uh another fact you know the queen doesn't do anything so be careful, lady, uh, gentlemen, calling your wives and your significant others queens because that's a negative connotation towards them because you're saying that they don't do anything. Ooh, yeah, be good. careful. Be, be careful. Be careful of that. If that's the truth, I'm a queen. Or listening to this, yeah. Yeah. No. So, looking at you, Pastor Sean. I See, I, I can pick up Pastor Sean like this. Pastor Sean? 
I can pick on Pastor Sean like this because he can't do anything about it. <laughs> Though he is preaching on Sunday, so oh, you, yeah. I better be careful. You better be nice. He might use me as an he illustration. Might call you out. He might call if, me. I hope he, he does. A little bit oh, I well, can't do that. So we learned. <clears throat> excuse me. That's a, a few things we learned. What else did we learn about the ant? I know there. There's no, no leader. Mm-hmm. They all work together. Mm-hmm. Um, they can lift 500 times their weight. I think it's 500 times. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's 500 times. Uh, oh, and there's like many different kinds of ants. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we kind of knew that, but I thought ants were just ants and they all they all work together, but there are different kinds of ants, species of ants that don't work together. Like they, they kind of stay in their own little territory and whatnot. But there, oh, there are ants on every continent except for one which is antarctica ah, I assume that yeah cold. yeah so oh. but you know well, it's 2021 anything an can well, happen gonna, yeah we're gonna have to google that to yeah this is probably some ants yeah. probably probably some ants so wrong with everything. Just everything it's off. the ants so yeah. the bees it's the ants yeah. yeah so we learned about ants so this week learned we learned about the hyraxes or the conies yes and this was really good to learn about. Not not because, I mean, they're, they're interesting creatures, but I would have never known what this creature would. If I, someone said, hey, you know what a coney is? I'd be like, well, yeah, I know what a, I like right. some chili and some cheese on that right. bad boy. But so, so we learned about hyraxes or conies. We mm-hmm. talk about, and so the, 26 says that they're creatures of little power, and yet they make their home in the crags or the rocks. Yes. Yeah. So... They have no power, but they're, they're, they're you know, they're, they, they live in the rocks, which is super powerful because a rock can destroy another rock. If you smash, you know, smash hard enough. Yeah. Right. And I thought it was interesting, like, you know, the little creature is so defenseless. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've never seen one before. Right. Me neither. Riley said its face looked like a little chihuahua with a rabbit body mm-hmm. with these big feet. And uh, they, they can't run fast, and they're so defenseless, but yet they're still uh, so protected. Yeah. And they get up every morning, spend time in the sun, you know? Um, yeah. Pastor Katang is always like, I'm not sure if you're telling him that I haven't read, read the Bible this week, but he always <laughs> it's always, you know, you got to get up, and, and my life changes when I get up and spend time in the Word. Yes. Or, or with the sun. I, I'll notice that, too, is that when I verse times when I get up in the morning versus times at night before I go to bed. One, if I do it before I go to bed, it seems to help me sleep better. Mm-hmm. But then when I get up in the morning, it just helps the day go better. Right. Of course, when I'm sleeping, I'm not doing anything, so the, probably better to get up in the morning and do it. And I thought about it this morning. I was already on my way to work, and I go, oh, man, I didn't get up and read my Bible this morning. Me and uh, Mr. Chef Daly were talking about the same thing. So, you know, I was not... It's, it feels good to know I'm not the only one that has those moments where, you know, we just stop the stuff that we know is necessary. Yeah. You know, and if the conies stopped those things that was necessary, they, they die. And, you know, that's a big thing that I took from it was, you know, there's there's not a lot that's required from those little guys. Mm-hmm. And, and they do the same thing every day, and it works for them. Right. Well, and, and, and it's, it's, it's crazy because if you look at we, – because we saw – a video of the conies and how they uh, defend against themselves when, say, an eagle is coming to, to get them. 
And the eagle will come through, come in the direction of the sun, yeah. and it, you know, would kind of blind, blind. In the video, there was a couple points when they were in the sunlight, I could barely see the eagle. Right. And I, I wrote down in my journal, and I forgot to bring it with me, but I wrote it down, and I remember this, is that the enemy will sometimes disguise himself as God working. The angel of light. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he will he will do that and be like, oh yeah, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not you're not hurting anybody, right. so you're fine. Or you know, they, for me, the angel of light, you know, always comes in the form of people mm-hmm. or opportunity. And you know, it seems like not everything that's shiny is is good. Yeah. And um, it, it's without the word, I really it's hard for me to separate which direction to go because sometimes right. it both seems. Like it could be right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You get. I know there. There are a lot of people. You know, in the world, will say, "Well, so and so, they're not a bad person, and they do a lot of good, but just doing good isn't God enough." That's right. Yeah. That's right. You, you know, there can. I mean, I'm sure Judas did some good. I mean, right. because before he betrayed Jesus, he was a disciple. Right. So, and it's weird. You know, it's crazy. You don't. You don't hear about anything other than Judas's sell out of Jesus. Right. That's that's all you know about him. Right. And I don't know why that is. I mean we'll maybe eventually find out. But yeah, that's all we hear is the the bad thing. And I'm I'm not listen, I'm not vindicating Judas. I'm not saying oh, listen, give Judas a break. He did some good. But no matter how much good you do, it's that one bad thing. And that goes just for being in the world. Sure. You can do charity stuff. You can give to the poor. You can uh help volunteer and stuff like that but the moment someone does something bad or says something or they did something in their past it's brought up and they're ruined right so but uh and and it's 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 also another thing was like that is you know we talk about the conies and they they live within the rocks Mm -hmm. and we we determine that that his pre that's that's god's presence they're living right. in that. And so in God's presence, we have shelter, safety, sustenance, strength, solitude, solace. We have all this stuff that if you look at the, at the world, we, we say, you know, a lot of the time. So if we, if we just go on a worldly basis, we say, I just need, I just need time on myself. Give me, give me away from these people and let me chill out. Um, I think that when we get away from God, it's not that we don't want to be around people. But we have to. I call it decompressing. Yeah, yeah. It's almost me processing everything and kind of working that through with him and prayer and my thoughts, and, mm-hmm. and I do have to decompress, and and it's not a bad thing as long as you are doing it with him and not alone. Right. If you're spending your time in your room just alone with your own thoughts. They're just gonna swirl, and you're not. Nothing's gonna come. But when it's it's truly with 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 him, it's it just works everything out. Yeah, it's kind of it's really hard to pray or worship and be angry. Right. Like you know, I've tried that. I've gone through a bunch of stuff in my life where you know I'm like you know, I'm just come to church because it's a habit. I'm expected to be here, and I don't want to be here. But when I'm there, it's something starts to happen where God is like, "What are you? What are you doing?" Like, and if you release it, you 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 sometimes you just fall to your knees and you just ball out yeah. and it's all sometimes it's all you can do you can't even speak you just start to to cry your eyes out 
have those Sundays for sure. Yeah, and then you can't cry for a week straight because right. you're all out of tears. Right. So, yeah. Um, and so the, where the question that was asked is, have you positioned yourself and your life in and on the rock? Have you positioned yourself to, to have the shelter of Christ, the, the sustenance of Christ, not, not the work? Because it's really easy to get that all from the world. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's it's the the world is an easy place to live when you, you can't just ignore everything. Yeah. And and your thinking and your decision making, of course it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's being a Christian. You know, I always thought it was, you know, beyond the other side. I thought, oh, they've got it so easy. You know, and they're so nice and sweet. And and being a Christian is nothing like that. It is a fight every day against yourself and your thoughts and yeah people and decision making and it doesn't stop you just get stronger and you get better at it you know it's in the um with the um i'm going to say coning because i forget what the other word is a hierarchy yeah yes um you know when when the eagle's coming with the sun there's something built into their eyes and yeah. it, you know the presence of god is something that um we have to seek you know we have to seek the word yes he's everywhere but to be truly setting in his presence is a choice. Right. You know, um, but it made me just think, you know, we have what we need within us. And we're always looking to be filled with satisfaction out in the world and things. And, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm off track or I'm not in the word or I've missed church and I feel that disconnect and that dissatisfaction, I've got to remind myself that he's not left me. And, right. you know, that, that's built in. Yeah. I always, I always love looking at this picture where it has a guy in a backwards ball cap and he has sunglasses around his neck, but he's holding up his hand as a visor to protect his eyes from the sun. I'm like, hey, listen, you have two things there for you. Right. You have a hat, just turn it around. Right. And you have sunglasses you can put on. Right. It's like, okay. Like, you have everything you need. And, you know, yes, yeah. yeah. So your Bible can be your umbrella. Your Bible can be... Your visor, your Bible can be anything that you, that's going to come at you in this world, even if it may seem like. And, and the Bible helps you to to, to uh, determine if it's the enemy or if it's from God, because like we said, the the enemy will come as a light, yeah. as you know, people, as situations, as opportunities, and we got to make sure that it's, it's from the right one. That. Yeah. So. Um, and the, there was a warning. It says, "Be careful about making excuses rather than pushing through your weakness." Because mm. Moses, his excuses were, "I can't talk good. I have a stutter." And listen, why don't you send somebody else? But God was like, "No, I'm going to use your weakness um, as your strength." You always, you <laughs> you always hear it's like, "What's your greatest weakness?" And they list off things like. I, I volunteer too much, and I did it, and then like, those strengths are your weaknesses, right. and that's what exactly God will do. God will get make your excuses your really your strength, and your weaknesses your your strength. That's good. When I get home, I'm gonna have to really think about that and think about what my weaknesses yeah. are. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and there was an, another wisdom from the Coney or Hyrax. So the odds are against us, but I don't know. The odds are, are against us, but you don't have to live like it. Mm. 
Yeah. That's how I operate. Yeah. It's yeah. like, the. I mean, the world was, well, I wouldn't say designed or created to be hard, but, um, well, I, well, maybe. I mean, if God planned everything out, then the, the world wasn't meant to defeat us, but to grow us. Because when things are usually difficult, there's a, you learn something Absolutely. from it at the, at, on Pain the other end. Pain is a very end. good teacher, whether it's yeah. physically or emotionally, mentally. Pain is a good teacher. Yeah. So, you, uh, yeah, you can use those uh, when, the, when the world is against you. It's, uh, you know, you don't have to live like uh, the world is against you. I mean, even though it is, you, you listen, you just go on and do your thing. It's your thing. <laughs> do what you want to do. Um, yeah, they also live in a community, the, the conies. They, uh, we also learn on how they eat. Angel, how do these conies eat? Do you remember? The one thing I don't remember, you uh, asked me what we think. Is it with chili, anything to do with chili and cheese? No, it's not chili and cheese. Oh, okay. it's not, no, it's not a joke. So when <laughs> no. the conies are high, hierarchies eat, they'll in, be in their cave. Oh, you're right. They would and, go like 150 feet. Well, they're they're not they're not facing toward each other. Oh yeah, I remember that. They're facing away from each other in a circle. Yes. Because they're they're always watching each other's backs. I love that. And we 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 can I know sometimes we can get into a competition with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We thinking, well, they are they look like they're succeeding, mm-hmm. so. I want to do better than them, mm-hmm. and I want to succeed. Um, you know, when I first started getting a passion for being up there preaching, which I've done twice so far. Hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm well, okay, not hopefully. I will do it again someday. But um, I always look up and I go, "Man, I want to be up there so bad. I want to do what they're doing." And it wasn't. Uh, it, there was some point where like someone will, someone new will come in, or I don't even know them, and they'll be up there. I'm like the heck man i've been <laughs> i've been working hard but you know i gotta look at it as listen they're they i have their back they have my back right. and yeah it, it's man conies are crazy man they're they're awesome uh learn to sunbathe remember yeah. not first the s u n but the s o n that's first thing yeah first thing they wake up and they they sunbathe we talked about their spiritual visor um and when the eagle was coming after them in that video, they didn't live in fear. I mean, they ran sure. in protection, but they when didn't doubt. They they protection. didn't doubt. Yes, and because one because we we learned that they didn't go, you know, thousands of yards away to sunbathe. They stepped out not too far from their their right. rock, and so they stayed near their shelter. So we stay near God, and we are aware, but we don't live in fear. We, we, we stay aware of the world and the enemy and what he's doing, Absolutely. but we don't live in a defeated state. Prepared. Yeah, we got to be prepared, and that's, that's, that's what they and, were and in that ex- video. You know, and they expect it, you know, and I think me expecting that Satan's going to mess with, try to mess with my life and, mm-hmm. and get me to where I do not serve, um, you know, I, I expect that. Yeah. You know, and and knowing your enemy, knowing how Satan works, like you said, he works with your thoughts and your mind. You know, he he tells me, oh, you're you know, you're never going to make it to wherever, and and God's like, you know, you're 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 doing it. This is life. You know, it's you're in the middle yeah. of it. Accept that where you are. And I understand, like you know, feeling like we were the position of church and and things, and 
I, I think for me at times it's narrowed my growth because I've missed out on, for one, what I'm doing and what I'm meant to do. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So in the, the last thing we learned, or maybe, maybe it wasn't the very last thing, but one thing we learned, and that was the last thing that I wanted to bring up, is we learned that the Coney, while looking like a gopher or something, is not actually the closest animal to them. Yeah. So these go, if you're listening to this and you weren't here on Sunday or you didn't get to see the video or something, look up, uh, no, don't look up conies because that'll, that'll make you hungry. But look up hyraxes. It's H-Y-R-A-X-E-S. So look up that and you'll be able to see what the hyrax looks like. But we learned that the closest living animal well, just the closest animal species of animal is the elephant. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, these things are so tiny and and fluffy, and, fluffy and they're not powerful at all. Like they don't have claws. They they can't, you know. But in, and then an elephant who will trample and I mean can probably rip things apart, and right. it's crazy on on how that is. And it just reminds me that while we are weak and we are feeble and we are just human, we have an elephant god who is our closest living relative or, you know, closest closest thing that we will strive to be. So maybe, may, listen, maybe the conies dream to be an elephant. I, or maybe the elephant dreams to be a cony. Yeah. Because animal, animals are or elephants. Elephants are big. Mm-hmm. Uh, often targeted by you know wildlife hunters in mm. like Africa and stuff like that. Yeah, and them being able to hide anywhere, it's, it's hard. Right. They they can't. No matter how many cartoons you see, they can't climb up a tree. True. And yeah, so they they can't hide. So if they're you know they're, I wouldn't say an easy target by predators, but they're powerful. But they're not. They're not. They're not very fast. But they're they're powerful, so they could probably hold their own. But if you get a pack of lions after them, I right. mean, it'll do that. So, and it's it, yeah, it's it's. But it, it was it was wild that they were I was not related. That. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. I was thinking, I mean, I was thinking honestly, gopher or rabbit. Rabbit. I mean, yeah, they they kind of look like a guinea pig. yeah, guinea pig was what I was thinking. Yeah. Beaver, but not an no, elephant. not because an the elephant. Sense of the community that the elephants have. Mm. You know, maybe that's. I don't know something. The only similar thing I could find between the two. So. Yeah, no that that would be interesting to see on how or what elephants do. Like you know, the conies have their sun. They get out and sunbathe. They watch each other's back. And I wonder, I, it'd be interesting to research on how elephants act as a community. I know that they hold um, trunk to tail mm-hmm. like hands. Mm-hmm. If they um, see a, a, an elephant bone, they they kneel and. I believe um, in, in like a, you know, uh, remorse kind of thing or whatever. Um, and I believe they're the only other animal that cries tears, right? But I have to Google that. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty, yeah. I know that elephants do actually cry. And it's, I always thought us humans were the only. That's right. And they eat peanuts. And they do eat peanuts. And some of them can fly, depending on how big their ears Absolutely. are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there you go. That's the Hyraxes. That's episode five of the podcast. And so I hope you guys learned a lot. And I hope you guys are reviewing what you learned on Sunday. And I hope that your lives are 
uh, modeled after the Coney or the Hyrax. And they can get the notes on the Bible app. Yes, too. you go to the Bible app and you go into was it more and then events. Yes. You will um, you can geolocate and it'll be Zion. Uh, I think Zion CC, CC. Zion CC, or you can search for Zion CC. And so even if you don't attend Zion CC. Yeah, and um, or if you're thinking about attending, if someone shared this with you, you'd feel more than welcome to join us. Again, we have all our safety precautions. We're masking up. We're social distancing. and um, But we want you here. Yes, we want you here. We will send you an air hug, air five. We'll, we'll, push, hey. we'll push over Pastor Sean or something like that so you can be entertained. I don't know. All right, well, thank you so much. This one ran uh, longer than usual, but we had Angel, a very and special guest. And, you know, I, think, I think we both rambled. I think it was an yeah. equal equal ramble. So, Angel, thank you for joining me. We'll have thank to do this again. And uh, everybody, uh, thanks for listening, and you guys have a great